0: Hello and welcome to the Weekly Recap. This is our special 420 episode. Um, smoke them if you got them. Celebrate responsibly, I guess. Uh, this is also going to double as our five-year anniversary. Wow. Um, yeah, 2018, I think I started this shit. And so we haven't hit any like milestone episodes lately, so this is episode 181. Uh, we're chilling with John Dembones Brewery um home brewer right yes sir so uh formerly of abjuration is that right yeah i,
1: w- I worked for abjuration for a little bit okay home brewing beforehand but um during COVID, i helped them and uh was there until i couldn't anymore
0: fair enough yeah they're great dudes love love abjuration yes. um but yeah we're welcoming john into the basement sarah's here too for a little bit anyway um but we're gonna get into some dem bones beer which i've only heard, like, rave reviews about all your stuff, honestly. like It's pretty
1: uh, <laughs> surreal to hear that because, I mean, I feel like I just brew beer that yeah. I like to drink. And <laughs> I don't know. I've heard a lot of good good stuff about it. So it really makes me happy.
0: Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Like, I mean, the groups that we run in, right? Fueled by hops for the most yep. part, right? Like, I, I think the first time I had one of your beers was at Drink the Cookie Table too.
1: Yeah, unless you got one of my cans or somebody shared it. Um, yeah, I don't think so. Um, about a year ago is whenever I really started brewing extra to get cans out. Okay. And uh, kind of the same time that I got linked up with Fuel by Hops. You know, uh, it was before Drink the Co- uh, It wasn't Drink the Cookie Table 1. It was the best brunch ever. Yeah. um, They couldn't fit me in on that. But right around then, I gave Ryan some uh, cans. And then it just kind of went off on that they shouted me out on their podcast a few times and i just kept feeding them beers and uh kind of took off in a way where like i have (laughs) to have extra beers made to to can oh that's awesome i mean they're good dudes and they'll definitely grow the brands (laughs) oh (laughs) i say all the time they're gassing me up yeah (laughs) because of everything that they say but uh no they are awesome and they help me get my beer out to everybody and you know pour at their festivals which is awesome do you want to drink your own stuff? Uh, I definitely. Okay. Do. Right.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. I was going to say you make it for yourself, personal use. I'm sure, right? So uh, I,
1: I want to enjoy this with everybody. Is it just us drinking? Uh,
0: yeah. She can have some of mine. So,
1: because okay. mm-hmm. yeah. garlic.
0: Yes. Yeah. So Sarah's garlic scale is going to be in full effect for this one, right? That's uh, Bo-
1: both of them. Both. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're packed with Nelson hops.
0: I saw your reel go up about 15 right. minutes ago. So, uh, I did read a little bit about what's in both of these. So we have high tide and low tide, Yes, A very,
1: uh, apropos name for today, right? Exactly. (laughs) Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. It wasn't necessarily planned. Uh, Um, I was just listening to some reggae and Bob Marley popped on and I was like, huh, I wonder if I could do, you know, some cool names with that. And, uh, high tide or low tide is the name that I picked for these two. But, uh, we're drinking low tide right now, which is, um, both of these beers are kettled, hopped the same, and then I split batch them into different fermenters just so I can get you know, two different beers on my keg graders, and then also play around with learning the hops because I don't get to brew a lot where I can you know, test out what hops bring what. But um, this one is Nelson Brew One in the kettle, and then uh, it's also hit with uh, more Nelson, Eldorado, and uh, Citra. <laughs> Sarah's over here getting disgusted. <laughs>
0: no, I'm not. Listen, um, it would be better if I didn't have, quote, unquote, long COVID. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty terrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, is, uh, this has been going on for over six months now, too. Yeah, allegedly it's like, supposed to be gone by now. It's right. Not, like, so no, it, it's not that she's sick or anything. She had a sinus infection, and the doctors immediately said, oh, it's long COVID, even though she never had COVID. So. Oh, yeah, that's like, it's like onion water
1: <laughs> so on the oh, garlic on scale list. is that a zero one or 10, <laughs> <this is> 10 <laughs> garlics i mean there is a lot of nelson and then that Eldorado brings you know yeah. a, a lot too list. yeah so yeah, i am Nelson's- sorry but uh
0: sorry i brought the fungus gnats back no, now, i think
1: i had different <laughs> hazies planned but um i have an affiliate with yakima valley hops and they sent out brew one and I was like, ooh, I could make the Nelson Brew One uh, combo. So I did do that, or else you would have been drinking like a Nectar on uh, Tahiki Motueka beer right now, ooh. which would have been much better for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but that that split batch is uh, the next hazy that'll be brewed. So oh, nice. Well, I'll definitely make sure I make it up to you on that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm having a rough time over here. Yeah,
0: it's a cough. <laughs> um, This is fantastic though i'm i'm really enjoying it um thank you aside from you know sarah's review (laughs) it doesn't it doesn't count it's just like a fun thing that i do now right yeah i get all the hazies so i get to drink more and
1: she yells at me for drinking hazies because it all tastes like garlic so (laughs) i I would probably not want to drink beer if all the hazies tasted like garlic at that point yeah like it would be terrible because i just drink hazies i mean i drink other beers but like I'd say probably two out of every three beers. I drink a lot of beers, let's be real. Yeah, like, yeah like, I get you. you know, I <laughs> I mean, I had probably four or five beers before I came today, <laughs> but I've also been up since 4.30 working on the house. So, oh, see, um, day off, I get that. Yeah, you know, yeah. You so like, it, it wasn't little, like but. I just got off at work and crushed four beers before I strolled <laughs> over the bridge. Right, yeah. We're-
0: bridge. <laughs> yeah. But, I was gonna say uh, it's it's a ten minute drive, but at the same time, like be safe. <laughs> yeah, that McKee's Road bridge is rough right oh, now. Oh yeah, it, it is. is. <laughs> <laughs> that whole area sucks ass. It's terrible. Um, I I sat at that like like four turns through the one day on the way to get my haircut because I go over to Darkroot on Warrington. Okay, and uh, it
1: was just like everybody like like three cars went through and then the light changed. It was unreal. It's terrible. You have to avoid it. Well, you guys kind of almost can't avoid it. But like for me, if I'm going downtown, which I work downtown, um, if it's a certain time that I know it's going to be busy, I will go like down Carson Street instead. Yeah. And it's like the same amount of time, but I'm just not sitting on that bridge for, like you said, like four red lights turning. Yeah,
0: that's unreal and i feel like a, a lot of the lights around here just in ross and like this area in general have
1: been much longer
0: lately just everywhere i don't know if that's they, just they me do change
1: but so like downtown so i work at point park university sure and um the lights down there on the boulevard and wood street you get used to them all semester mm-hmm. and then randomly one morning they will throw like Green lights in one way, red lights in the other, but like opposing directions, <laughs> and none of the students realize it, and they just start walking out because they see red lights. Somebody's gonna get killed. Yeah, but Jeez. they change randomly sometimes, and we 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 talked to like uh, public safety there, and it was just like, well, that's what you know, whoever controls it, kind of. Yeah, that's what the that grid up. wants. So yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll say uh, the one at the top of the hill is the worst because at seven fifty. You're sitting there for two minutes if you don't get the light. And at 8.03, 30 seconds. Yeah. Like, it's the weirdest thing. So, I don't know. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> the hell are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. But We do that a lot.
1: <laughs> it's true. We are drinking beers. Yes.
0: So. That's uh, all that matters. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Five, <clears throat> five beers before you got here. <laughs> yeah. All
1: hazies or? They were... Yeah, they were all hazies. They were these two. So I wanted to make sure they were pouring right and uh, tasting okay before I brought them. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. I,
0: I would say that's.
1: You don't want to be bringing bad beer to well, somewhere I, that. I'd been sampling them the last like week and a half off the, the fermenters. I had to clean a keg and then finding the time to keg it was pretty rough over the last like two weeks. <laughs> so. Tuesday night at, like, 1130 at night, I'm cleaning a keg and kegging the beers. And I didn't even tap them because I wanted to make sure that the, uh, all my taps were, like, sanitized and clean. Yeah, yeah. So, I waited for, like, another day or two. So, like, this morning I canned the beers. But, like, I wanted to make sure they were pouring okay, you know, colored and change on them, whatever. You yeah. Know. I wasn't going to bring, you know, an embarrassment over here. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> but, I, mean, um, I mean, not that we're garlic-y. really that serious, but... <laughs> <laughs> um but no i i really do appreciate you bringing this stuff and i'm excited to try it and and have both of the
1: newest dem bones beers yep um so i get to say i'm first guys for once <laughs> yeah, you you 100 are no nobody in my family even has tried them yet so. Wow. okay First cans and actually these are the last cans that I even had. I had to order more cans, so oh, geez. <laughs> a few people who asked for it, I'm like, "Uh, cans will be here next week."
0: Yeah, well, I mean, that's what you got to do, right? I mean, you're not a big outfit at all. It's just just a homebrew setup, right? Like, yeah.
1: I mean, you're. I yeah. brewed I brewed twenty <laughs> gallons. Um, I have fermenters from fourteen up to one barrel. So okay. if I want to brew for a party, a festival. Um, I can do a double batch and do one barrel, but usually I use that fermenter for half batches and uh, right around like 15 to 18 gallons. Gotcha.
0: So I, I know very little about the brewing process, to be honest, I've homebrewed before, but it's not turned out well. So I've just kind of left Hot it. Um, yeah. It's <laughs> famous. Uh, the famous story is we didn't get the greens cracked and didn't, Crack them ourselves, so it was literally just water and There's hops. Hot water, and so. I liked it. This is back when I liked hops. I, I was <laughs> like, "This is fine, guys." I don't know what you're talking about.
1: It's actually a more common thing than you think. Getting into brewing, yeah. I think everybody at once has either messed up their mill, or you know, I had a roller wide open before, and half of them didn't get cracked. Oh, jeez. So it happens <laughs> for sure.
0: Yeah, that was uh, well. A lot of people start on like kits too, right? Like, as uh, I, I guess. To kind of piggyback off of that, uh, how how did you get into home brewing? Number one,
1: um, um, so long story shortened. I've always loved beer or wanted to love beer. Whenever I was little, my <laughs> my older cousin going over his house, he'd have all these parties for everything, and um, he had all the craft beers. I mean, like my cousin's twenty little twenty some years older than me, mm-hmm. so like you know, I was little while he's having parties. Yeah. Always had craft beer. I always wanted to drink craft beer. So whenever I got uh, turned 21, I just wanted to buy different stuff. And then whenever I was 21, I was working as a union electrician and an apprentice. I got laid off and I decided I was going to brew beer. So I bought a book and then I went back to work like three days later. So (laughs) that book sat there for like, that was 2012 and then I actually started brewing in 2018. Okay. So I bought a big like bar back kegerator. So like two doors, you know, beer, sli- like door sliders up top, um, six taps. Oh, and yeah. I it was in rough shape. I fixed it up a little bit, got it clean, new lines, everything. And the first weekend we filled it up, we dropped like $350 and we got like three six And yeah. it was like. This sucks. And, and <laughs> that same weekend, I think we crushed two of them. Right, of course. <laughs> and it was like, this is going to be expensive. Yeah. Let me look back into brewing beer, see if I can brew beer. But it took me, you know, a little while to even pick up that up. My brother and I bought Kit from South Hills Brewing. Yep. And uh, That's the big one around here. We mm-hmm. brewed a Mosaic IPA and an Oatmeal Stout in the same weekend and i think it took like 6 7 weeks to finally get something and it wasn't good i right. mean like none of that stuff ever you drank is, it but we really enjoyed it so i'm trying to think what i did next i might have dove into all grain right after that thinking oh, yeah. that i could do it and they were okay like still crappy <laughs> but um once I did a few batches on the stove, it was hard for me to, like, keep the temperature up. Yeah. So I just looked into, like, equipment, asking, you know, some big ins- uh, Instagram guys, like, what should I get? I'm starting, but I'm pretty sure this is a hobby that's going to stick around. So I, I built a little, like, three-gallon electric system, and then – um it was not shortly after that that I decided I was all in. So I basically pieced together my system now um, at that point. So my goal was to brew a beer good enough to brew five gallons of it and put it in the kegerator. Yeah. And I think I gave myself – we started brewing in January, and I wanted to have a beer by Thanksgiving. And we got that a little bit earlier, like summertime. We finally got a beer that was good enough to brew five gallons worth. Nice. Yeah, but ever since then, it just uh, I I'm a stickler for like the fundamentals and being able to use your equipment as best as you can. Temperature, Mm. everything. So like I'm a big equipment guy. How things function and work. And honestly, I think that's uh, a base to getting really good beers.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. That's I mean, you're you're paying attention to the small details, right? Like that's yeah. That's something that I think I missed <laughs> when I was brewing um, was it was more about just like hanging out and, and trying to do it at yeah, that point. I mean, point, it's fun. It's
1: brew day. Yeah, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like when we first started, it was like, oh, everybody come over. We're brewing a beer. Now nobody wants to come over and brew with me. Right. They just <laughs> call me when it's ready. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Like <laughs> I'm by myself brewing now. <laughs> when everybody wanted to come over, it was fun. It was like an event. And yeah. Yeah, then
0: uh, everybody saw how the sausage was made, and they're like, yeah, I don't really want to do this.
1: <laughs> they weren't into it like me. Yeah. Which, you know, fast forward a few years, kind of worked out because I got a job working at Abjuration and met a whole bunch of guys who were into it as much as me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we got the, like, <laughs> uh, like, beer nerd out for, you know. An entire uh, day or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. yeah. One day a week, we just literally talked nothing
0: but beer. And Tom and Dave are awesome, too. So, like, they – Really like, I mean, they opened their brewery to us and we've recorded there and had a blast and like
1: yeah. it, uh, some of the coolest guys in the industry and just laid back, but uh, they know their shit, you know? I mean, it was so much fun. I would still be working there if my wife didn't have to go back to work after her, our second child was born. Yeah. But she had to work um, Thursday night, so I couldn't help can anymore. Mm. And uh I just had to take a step back, but I, I'm still... Cool with those guys, like we did our collab beer for. Oh yeah, that's drank right. The Cookie Table too.
0: Yeah, that thing was And too. um,
1: you know, I, <laughs> I'm really good friends. At the same time, um, I got hired. Uh, Zach got hired, and Taylor okay. got hired, and uh, we've all become wow. really good friends from that. And I talk to those guys just about every day still. Yeah.
0: Um, Taylor's over at where Hitchhiker. Hitchhiker.
1: Yep. And Zach's still at Abjuration. Yeah. Okay. Zach, Zach's at. He's been there like only full-time employee for like the last oh, wow. year. Yeah. So he's been brewing most of their beers that have been come out, coming out since the last year.
0: I feel like I haven't been over there. And I mean, they're literally like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Yeah. Like I haven't been over there enough to really like get to experience like all the different beers. Like I've, I've been for a couple of events and stuff. Like we've over for the, um, was it like the cereal beers and stuff like that yeah. like a couple mm-hmm. years ago? And,
1: um, that's a place that I need to get back to more often. Like, I, I mean, even whenever I was working there, like every beer turned out good. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's amazing to think that like we didn't—they didn't really have like a, a miss, right? And it was just like, holy crap! Like every beer is solid. Yeah, and uh, they're literally putting out loggers and and you know their Swartz beers killer. Mm-hmm. Um, what did? A- <laughs> They had, uh, I think it was like a like a lighter brown ale that they put out, and uh, that was killer. I when when I go down, we just try everything. Yeah, yeah, of course. And (laughs) and like they just open up the taps, and we just sample and, and beer nerd out again. You know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that's like after I'm sure after working there, it's a little bit easier to kind of dial in on what they're trying to do or what they're you know. Oh. 100%.
1: Hundred percent. Yeah, you, you see behind the scenes of what they're doing, and you—I mean—you start thinking like the people who you talk beers and, and brewing with. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you talk hops, and I may not have been able to brew with this hop, but you know, Zach brewed with this. Zach was like my my key man for like filling me in on all the hops because he was brewing like every weekend. Wow, where I am pretty much at like. Once a month or once, you know, every two months at brewing. So, like, I was up to date with hops just because of him. Yeah. And I still do now. Like, <laughs> we we did our collab beer. I'm like, yeah, I really like Nelson right now, but what's hot? Like, what, what's coming out good? And the Nelson crop that we got for that beer was phenomenal. Yeah. It was so good. <laughs> you had some of that one. That was the collab, you mean? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, you had some of that one. and. It was eight on the garlic scale
1: or whatever. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I am <laughs> just on this what Nelson that? kick. That
0: was the, Drink the, the one with the too. rib cage on the can. Listen, I duration. was personally victimized by a Nelson beer and it yeah, was not it was,
1: yours. Oh no, it was probably ours. It,
0: it, they were, it was a brewery that was next to Coven. And wasn't it like a Nelson Pilsner or something? Oh, is that juice? And I was excited because they wanted a Pilsner. I don't remember who it was, <laughs> and I was really uh, excited, and I wanted Filsner, and I took a cigarette and I was like, and yeah, I made juicy. a face at Katie, and Katie goes, "What did you have?" And I said, "It's the Nelson one," and she goes, "Oh no."
1: <laughs> yeah, I think Juicy was to left a the coven there. Yeah, yeah I want to say that would make makes sense because
0: they had the um they had the espresso porter too. I yeah. Think. yeah, yeah, that was the only you know that I was great. Yeah, that was a nice really vibe. good beer. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have a favorite at cookie table um, or I mean, did you get
1: to try a lot? I guess. First so I I ended up venturing out um, the first beer I got handed. So like my whole family came I yeah. mean, it was a very <laughs> big event for me. First fest in Pittsburgh. So like I was well supported. Yeah. And uh, I just told the people there, I'm like, just go fill me up with anything. And the first beer they gave me was uh Kushwa stout. <laughs> and it was, I don't even know what it was. Cause they were just giving it to me. I'm like, yo what percentage is this and they're like 14 I'm yeah like, thanks for starting my like 11 hour day with a 14 percent barrel <laughs> aged stout that was the one they but were it, pouring from the bottle that was like yeah, unmarked right yeah it was really good <laughs> great it's um, really good um, but uh i love stout dewey's um dewey sours were really good yeah always um, frost always. uh that bubble gum strawberry i don't think we had that one. Oh, it was really good my wife came up to me and She's pregnant. She don't drink beer. But she's like, go try the bubblegum beer. I'm like, that sounds disgusting. (laughs) And then I went up and skipped it. But it was was more than just bubblegum. It was like strawberries and something else. It was fantastic. It was really good. So those were hitters. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, Let's see. Fourscore had uh, their Hurricane in cans. That was really good. Yeah,
0: those guys were good they loved That's her so fun. <laughs> we uh yeah we walked up and they're like do you want do you want what's on the board or do you want the secret can yeah. and i was like, and I like want uh, the secret, uh, secret can. can please yeah
1: like, <laughs> yeah i went so. out at like the second session and i had already talked to uh kevin there mm-hmm. and uh he's like yo just here. And I'm like, well, I was going to order whatever was on your board. And he's just like, no, just take it. And gave me the whole crawler. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> so I was going around pouring everybody some of it. But that was fantastic. Yeah, that one was a standout for sure. Yeah.
0: I'm trying to remember what the other one was because it was the Hurricane and then there was another <laughs> Crowler of something else. Oh, it was the Dreamsicle or the Orange, orange Creamsicle. Yeah. yeah. I did not get to try
1: that Dude, one. That one was bonkers, too. I talked too much of those. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's a. I have to represent myself. Right, absolutely. And it's not like I have other people who really help me with brewing. So, like, I had to lecture everybody <laughs> what to say. Because yeah. <laughs> a, a big question that we get is, like, how can I get your beer? It's like, well, not at your local distributor. Like, right, yeah. <laughs> you know, you can message me and I can can you up stuff. But, like, some of the people don't know the answers. But, I mean, my whole family kicked ass at the the fest. Like, answered every question. But also, what, if I was there, they were like, He's the brewer. Like, talk to him. Yeah. But um, I just enjoy talking to everybody. I and feel like
0: that crowd is a little bit more knowledgeable than your standard. Like, you know,
1: uh, the, the... Yeah, the questions that you get asked are more... Not so much brewing, but just like, uh, you know, what are your plans? This and that. And something that my family can't quite answer. Right. Yeah. But it was great networking. I mean, we we got to talk with... Um, Discover Pittsburgh, yeah, um, a, like the PA, um, oh, I can't remember what it's called, but the the podcast out in central PA.
0: Oh
1: yeah, uh, the poor P. and PA, yeah. yeah, um, but that's key for me. You yeah. know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, you know, building up connections with other breweries and and just talking shop, and you know, it, it's landed me a few like collabs and stuff like that already which is awesome
0: yeah yeah i mean that and that's really how you get your name out there is to
1: actually like you know have a
0: little bit of a <coughs> presence mm-hmm. i guess in the room yeah. right i mean there's not a lot that can go on at those festivals quickly but at the same time like
1: if you're walking around you're shooting the shit with you know somebody that your yeah, you're yeah you know you're not there that somebody's coming and you know trying your beer like i want to be there when everybody's drinking my beer. Like I said, I'm, I'm totally going to drink my beer with whoever. Yeah. Just because I want to enjoy it with you. I want to see what you think about it. Like, you know, just talk tasting notes and, you know, did you like it or not? Ultimately you could be, uh, you know, a customer
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: from, you know, now. So I would just want to make sure I'm putting out a good product. So that fest, it's like, I say like the first two hours I need to be there. And then the last final hour I go out and, and and try and get as much beer in as possible.
0: Well, oh, yeah, and that's how those festivals go. So, it's uh, <laughs> it's really easy to overindulge. But as a like somebody that's serving, basically, right? I
1: mean, I don't know how to. I guess you're participating. If you're um, more so, like, I feel like a brewer, you need to be a little more responsible yeah. with your time. You know. Yeah. But if you're just helping and you're just pouring it's like game on you know what i mean like <laughs> you do your job then you go and drink yeah but absolutely it's it's hard for me to drink a lot at those fests i woke up the next day i couldn't talk my voice was just yeah. shot <laughs> but literally i was on a high for a few weeks after that festival it just was such a good time like got such great feedback on everything which i mean makes me like thrilled
0: that baklava beer really threw me for a loop because, like, I didn't know what to expect. I'm not a big honey
1: guy, but I do, like, so, you know. I don't either, but <laughs> my cousin's Greek and, well, my cousin's husband's Greek. Okay. And uh, we go to their Greek festival all the time. Everybody's raving about baklava. And My wife and I were talking about what beers to brew for the fest when we first got, you know, told this was going to happen. She's like, yeah. you should make a baklava beer. And I'm like, that would not be represented hundred percent so like let's do that yeah so it's a very uh i wasn't sure how much it was gonna come through because i literally had my cousin's mom make me a tray of baklava and a whole you know it was like the butter containers oh yeah yeah. like the whole butter container up with uh (laughs) the syrup i'm like we're gonna try layering it see if it works and it came through. It, it came did. through really nice.
0: Yeah. And I mean, for like the
1: choosing the golden nail, I want to know how you got to that style. So I thought I I wanted something that could be crispy in a way and honey could go into it or like more malty, but play along with like the biscuit type, yeah. you know, of uh, like the filo dough for the, the baklava. So I immediately just thought it needs to be something where i can work honey in and a golden nail to me was just like i think that's a perfect fit yeah. I, I didn't want to do something dark i wanted it to try and stay crispy if i had, would have had more time i would have tried to really got that clear yeah but um i was more worried about the flavor more so than and getting it clear.
0: Yeah, I mean, you show up to a festival like that
1: with a beer that you're claiming tastes like something, it better fucking taste like yeah. something. <laughs> it's very disappointing um, whenever it doesn't. So yeah. my uh, my main goal on that beer, and I, I would sample that multiple times a day. Yeah. Just, you know, I had my dad sample it, and he's like, it needs more flavor. It doesn't taste like it. And then I go down, and I'm like, you know, I don't know if it's something I ate, but it tastes just like baklava. Yeah. So <laughs> I didn't touch it. <laughs> But um, it it didn't really need anything adjusted to it, which was awesome. It was just like a you know home run right off the bat, which was yeah you don't always get. But I was I was I don't know it was just awesome. Like yeah. I was thank you <laughs> Jesus for you know you know I'm not screwing this up because it's not like I've ever brewed a golden nail or used baklava or anything. Like these two beers were just like swinging for the fences that yeah. I brought. And that was that, and then the what was it, the pretzel salad? Or no, it was a, a raspberry snickerdoodle ice cream That's cookie sandwich. Was.
0: That's what it was. Okay, yeah, and I literally
1: like- put snickerdoodles and ice cream, raspberry ice cream in it. So <laughs> I've never done any of that, and I was just praying that it turned out okay or I could like get it to be okay. Mm-hmm. It, but honestly, like that one needed a little more flavoring. Ice cream didn't do like a great job, yeah, um, at getting the raspberry, but. Put some more raspberry in it, a little more cinnamon, and my God, it just transformed exactly the way the ice cream cookie sandwich tastes at cookie cookie ice cream.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: it's glorious.
0: Did that uh, so I had the Baklava one earlier in the day. I will say that. Like when we got there, I knew that I wanted to hit you guys. I knew um <clears throat> we went to prototype first because we're good friends with those guys. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're um, cool
1: as hell. Um Logan. Yeah. I was at hanging up. Well, I'm not hanging out, but talking to Logan um at the last festival we did. Yeah. And uh so he's like my festival boy, you know.
0: Yeah. Uh, and uh so they re- they're bringing back their invitational this year, so we'll definitely be going out for that.
1: That's awesome. I heard um, you guys talking about that.
0: Yeah, it's <coughs> uh it was a wild time, honestly. Like it I sounds incredible like the space that you were dude, describing. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing. It's an old mosque, right? And it's just so freaking open. And we got VIP tickets. We were in an hour early. And, like, there's nobody in the place, right? Like, I think they had maybe 50 tickets that were VIP. Yeah. So, there's nobody there. So, you're just walking up, talking to everybody. You know, all the people that are there are from the breweries, from the meteries or whatever else. So, we got to, like, really hang out and be, like, the, you know, the industry folk that we try to be. Sure. And then, like, the place started filling up. And even once it was packed full of people, you didn't worry about, like, hitting somebody walking by. Like, it yeah. was just so much space. But, like, they have top-tier shit all over the place. Like, they had uh, Great Notion. Dewey. Um, I forget. Was it? Uh, shit. I'm trying to think. There was one that, like, I was like, I've never seen them at a fest before. Like, they didn't send a brewery representative, but yeah. their, so their stuff their was stuff. still there. So. There were there were a few of them that were like that. But, I mean, overall, the whole experience was, like, everybody that was there was from these Top notch.
1: So. You wanted to try every yeah. every brewery. Exactly. That's
0: like, incredible. And that's, I mean, that's what you want a fest to be. But, like, this one was, yeah. like, because Kevin knows a ton of people in the industry and stuff like that. So, just the way that he's been around, he got all these, like, big-name places to come in. And it's one of my favorite events
1: that I've been to in the past, like, five, six years, honestly. I think... <laughs> Did they just post a picture of the event space on Instagram? Honestly, I think, I think I'm not Prototype sure. did or put it on their story, and it yes. looked like a grand, like old school, like school with like the marble everywhere. Yeah, it looked beautiful. Yeah,
0: that's uh, that's exactly how I would describe it. Like an old school, like
1: arches
0: and and just tile work. It looked like. Yeah, it must have been in their story cuz I don't see it, but it might have been. They um but yeah, the whole place is like and I mean it's like tile flooring and like the old school like you know like red tile like yeah. it's it's wild.
1: But when they use marble for everything,
0: yeah, and it was funny because they had like a food station, and it was literally just like old, like little old German ladies cooking sausage. I'm like, this is the best thing ever, you know. Authentic, so, yeah, and they had like homemade sauerkraut. They were scooping it out of a uh, crock pot. Like that's awesome.
1: It was awesome. Hand hand pinching pierogies, right?
0: <laughs> um, no, but that if you get a chance to go out to that festival, it's in Harrisburg. It's yeah. I mean, it's not a long drive. But stay the night and have a good time. <laughs> like <laughs> That would be
1: awesome. I, mm. When you described it on the last uh, with prototype, it sounded incredible. Yeah, it was just a blast. Like, I mean, everything top to bottom was awesome.
0: We got to hang out with, like, Ryan from Fuel by Hops was there. Yeah. The whole crew, like, came out. It was good times. So this one, I got to say, this is much different than the Low Tide. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, it's got, a, it's, I don't know, I want to say, like, a juicier Mm-hmm kind of flavor than yeah, the so, softness
1: of low tide yeah so we uh we i put in um uh wait which one oh, we're drinking high tide yeah <laughs> yeah so um i actually used mosaic spectrum in in this beer so it got dry hopped with nelson and then mosaic spectrum which is literally just like a hop extract okay it's wild i've never used it before yeah not sure if i 100 percent utilize the placement of putting it in um but when this first like started pulling samples it was hot burning
0: oh like, yeah like crazy yeah, I, can, I can almost like i was gonna guess that it would be like super hot if it was like it was not insanely
1: done. <laughs> hot and it's crazy because obviously there was a lot more hops physical pellets that went into low tide yeah high tide got the same dose of nelson but with mosaic just extract and it's mm-hmm. like how did this one get the the hot burn? Right. You know? But it it mellowed out. I was slightly concerned for a little bit that I might have had to try and fine it. Yeah. Or filter it. I was going to filter it, but it kind of settled out. I guess just being cold in the the fermenter for a while, me not being able to keg it right away. Yeah. Know, I mean kind of chilled it out. But sometimes that's a blessing. It's, that, you know. It's definitely um <laughs> potent you you still every once in a while you get a sip with a little you know burn on it but it's more of that like og hazy where it's like you know you you enjoy that kind of and you're you're kind of wanting
0: that kick in the teeth like yeah that's that's exactly what i'm getting from this um i would
1: say sarah would probably still rate this pretty high on the scale (laughs) i mean there's there's a boatload of nelson in both of them (laughs) so like there's no doubt that you know she she probably is smelling it from upstairs right just like and, yeah it's up. burning her nostrils uh, <laughs> <laughs> um that it, it pisses me off too because she's like that sucks that yeah i mean something that you love right and it just like turned it upside down where well and like the funny it.
0: thing is like when she got into craft beer it was one of those things like when we were just started dating i was like really into dogfish like the, it yeah. was like mid to mid 15 or yeah, like 2015, 2016, right? And well, that's after we were married. Never mind. It's earlier than that.
1: (laughs) Jesus Christ. Don't worry about dates.
0: Yeah, anyway. So it was like uh the early tens, let's say. And I got her a 60 minute, and she was like, What the fuck is this? Like, how have I not known about this? Because she used to drink nothing but Belgians. And Belgians are of their own fucking psycho stuff, you know. But I was like, kind of into belgians but not like like she was and so i turned her on to west coast and like the bitter ipas and she's like this is the shit i want you know <laughs> and then she would just out drink me on that stuff like uh she'll tell you her um one of her like
1: uh unicorn beers is like og Palette wrecker from green flash okay i know green flash but i did not know that
0: they Palette made a beer record. called Palette record yeah. and it literally was just like a triple, uh, that was outrageously hopped. It was like nine and a half percent or something like that. And it was the most bitter beer I've ever tasted. <laughs> and like, I liked it, but she was like, no, give me all of it. Like, that. but that sucks. Yeah. That like as so we much. transitioned to hazy's, like she got real into them, and she was like, you know, and literally like six months ago, it was just like, I can't drink these
1: anymore. So it's unreal. Okay. <laughs> I would be heartbroken, yeah. like literally because, I mean, probably the first beer I order anywhere is a hazy, you know. Yeah. And I, I, mean- I enjoy all of them, and don't get me wrong, I, you know, I'll order everything. I love sours. I really do love fruited sours or, you know, fruited ales or, or whatever. But um, if I would lose hazy, you know, that would really suck. Yeah, I don't know yeah. where I would turn to like my go-to style. You'd then you'd probably have to go to like liquor at that point. <laughs> so well, like, yeah. I do love bourbon, so yeah. like, I'm a bourbon guy I, too. Yeah. So honestly, like, uh, I, I could. I do in my moments where you know I hit bourbon pretty hard over beer. Yeah, but that's usually when the K-grader is empty.
0: Right. Yeah. That's the, yeah. That's the thing. Like I, we'll do mix. Like she, she's big in making cocktails and like fresh ingredients. So we'll do. Like gin and vodka, and I'm I'm not a rum drinker, never will be, never have been. But like if I'm out somewhere and they have like a decent cocktail list, I'll probably order yeah. something with rum. But bourbon is where I like my home base is for liquor. So yeah,
1: I I, I like rum, uh, I like spice rum. Okay, but I can't drink it because I i'll drink it way too fast yeah you do dumb shit yeah i I do really dumb shit Uh, (laughs) yes i get it it's been it's been banned on my list and it sucks (laughs) because i I love a good spiced rum and coke with some lime on it but nope not gonna do it no (laughs) no i can drink beers all day right but uh, 30 minutes in i'll have three of those and they'll be all doubles and it's just like Well, I'm going to go leave and go somewhere. Yeah,
0: because in 45
1: minutes, I'm going to be totally useless. (laughs) But with bourbon, uh, I usually drink it neat and it slows my pace down where I can't drink it fast. Yeah. And I just actually enjoy it. So, like, and I don't do big pours either. I like to sample, you know, all the. I have 95 bottles of bourbon at home right now. I got into a real. All right, here's a common thing. Yeah. I get really obsessive with my hobbies. <laughs> and we went and did the bourbon trail for the second time, and I finally found my palate with bourbon. Okay, okay. And it was just floodgates, dude. I yeah. was just like, I want to try everything. Yep. And then I figured out how to get allocated <laughs> stuff, like figured out the whole website. So like, I was just like, I had alarms alarm set for whenever I knew <laughs> drops were going to happen or could happen. So every day I had like three alarms that I was checking times, and uh, every month I'd I just had bottles being shipped and it was like, Oh, I spent 50 on that, but that's secondary 700 bucks.
0: Yeah. So yeah. like, and everybody
1: thinks that way until
0: it's there. And you're like, that's not going anywhere. I'm not, I'm not flipping that. Like yeah. that's mine. <laughs> you know, I,
1: I start, <laughs> I got into trading a lot too. Oh, okay. And yeah. that is a really awesome tool to expand your collection even better. Oh, so for like sure. I would buy the bottles that I knew I didn't like. I'm a big high proof guy. Okay. I like cash strength, barrel strength. And, uh, so if I could get like, like I have a Weller's, uh, CYPB at home and it's just like, I'm not opening that because it's worth too much in a trade. Like (laughs) I could get something I really want, yeah. but at the same time, I'm not like soliciting it where I want to trade it, like just to get rid of it. It's like the right time will come and it'll move.
0: And then, yeah, but then you'll hit something that will you know, parlay into something that you really love. Exactly. You know, that's the, that's the, the gamble yep. there, right? It's like, oh, I'm going to sit on it for a little bit. You know, I, I never really got that into it. I'll say that like a uh, friend of mine. Good. That's a
1: good thing. That's yeah. A friend of mine just
0: brought a, like, so I was at a gathering. Well, it was a yeah house party. Uh, <laughs> and he, <laughs> he brought a um, EC um, cast proof. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I've never had this before. Like, I'm not drinking tonight. Like, I had, like, a beer. and I knew I was driving. Like, it was far out there. In sure. The- but I was like, look, I'm not drinking, but I need to try that. <laughs> like, so that was, uh, I mean, Elijah Craig, I have probably two bottles upstairs right now. Yeah. And that's, like, my, like, go-to mixer, you know, old fashions, that kind of thing. Yeah. So it's one of those things that I will always have it on hand.
1: Well, I have but to two different to- batches of the Elijah Craig barrel proof. Yeah. They do three every year. so they do an a b and c line okay and uh i kind of stopped buying them just because i stopped buying bourbon i told myself i need to you know cut back but um i'll have to bring some next time we hang out and and do a little bourbon sampling i i I appreciate a bunch of different stuff man just like (laughs) it's it's like candy just like beers if if i had 95 different cans of beer i'd probably try and drink as many as i can the first night i was like unleashed to it <laughs> be completely wrecked and never want to touch beer again the next day but then yeah i'd get over it and, and exactly. do it again
0: i have a, a an extreme collection under the bar here of barrel stouts, and i don't know if you're feeling crazy we can get into something i don't i mean i don't care like honestly i've had some of these for years to the point where i have one bottle that is a brett Saison
1: from Night Shift in Massachusetts. I've never heard of them, but Brett Saison sounds pretty
0: wild. Well, so my cousin bought it for us for our wedding. And we've been married for almost eight years now. So it's been in bottles for eight years. Yeah, so I'm like, I don't know if I want to open it or if I just Uh want to, like, hold on to it until I can't anymore. (laughs) But Anniversary. Yeah, that's going to be, like, a 10-year, like, pop the bottle type thing. But... Yeah, that's probably the oldest bottle that I have under here because I've been trying to go through some of the old stuff. And I have like Dark Lord. I have, you know, just like a There's silly stuff that you're
1: of. just like, all right, I kind of need to get rid of some to get more. And it's like, yeah. what's my least favorite, but I know I'm going to still enjoy. Yeah. And that's, I have a ton of BYS from 11th Hour because
0: their barrel program to me is criminally underrated. Yeah. And I've said that on the podcast before. If you're not buying barrel-aged beers from 11th Hour, you're fucking up. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know if, I don't know your uh, I, I opinion on
1: barrel aged beers, but <laughs> I enjoy them, but it's, it's a hard turn for me usually. It needs to be like an, the final beer of the night. Yeah. For me. Yeah. I'm a big, like, once I go to like a stout, it's going to kill my vibe. That not vibe, but like, I, I can drink these hazies and put them down like water. Yeah. No. But I once I turn to a stout, it's sipping just like with bourbon it's like I'm enjoying this I'm gonna let it warm up a little bit like and my body just naturally is like nope you're not ready for another sip just yet so like it's like a self-timer that's just like pacing myself with that so like usually at that point when I'm done with that it's just like I don't want another beer like I yeah I I had my stride going and I kind of stopped it for that (laughs) but I just never really got into collecting them yeah Per I sad. see I
0: hit the voodoo lottery way too many times during covid that yeah. I'm now like looking at at least 8 or 9 that are sitting right here <laughs> and I just kept doing it. And like my friends are like, "Oh, yeah, you know what? I can pass on this one. I don't really need it." And I'm like, "Fuck it. I'm buying it anyway." Yeah. Because if at the very least I'm going to take it somewhere with me when I'm traveling. Yeah, it's an aw- and somebody's an going to awesome, be like, like, "Is that voodoo?" Like, you know, because that shit is still hype outside of Pittsburgh. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says about how like they you know over the
1: market by having it release every two weeks the, the thing just, is we just get oversaturated with it in a yeah. way we get so used to it that it becomes like like our normal it's like yeah. living in a beach you yeah. know what i mean everybody wants to go vacation to the beach but when you live there like ask anybody it's like if you're not living directly on the beach how many times have you been to the beach this month they're like once
0: yeah oh <laughs> yeah i rode by yeah. one time like yeah that's that's exactly right though too because like we're used to it. We're spoiled in a way, right? But then you see somebody with a side project bottle, and you're like, "Can we open yeah. it?" Like, yeah. you know, that we can't get that
1: here, right? <laughs> you know,
0: or even <laughs> even like some of the uh, some of the bigger breweries that we can get here have like their like special releases and stuff. Like, I just saw um, Toppling Goliath did a triple version of Pseudo Sue. I did see that, and I was like, "I want that," but I know I'm not going to get it because yeah. it's a limited release from the brewery, yeah. like. Okay, I'll talk to somebody that lives up there and have them ship me one. You know, Um, or like like Pliny or you know like the real big hitters. You know, Um,
1: Zombie Dust before it got distributed here. I love Zombie Dust still. (laughs) I don't even
0: care. Like it's still a a white whale for me. Like that that beer is. I remember coming back from Dark Lord Day in might have been 2016, and I literally had 14 cases of beer in my trunk, (laughs) like. (laughs) <laughs> I spent well over $2,000 on that weekend, like hotel tickets to yeah. the festival and uh, beers to come mm-hmm. home with. We showed up on Thursday and I literally rolled up and it was like tree house with the dolly. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not even I'm like, can I just back my car up like right here and just load it in? And they're like, yeah, oh. I mean, like <laughs> just uh, don't hit anybody. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So it's I like, backed the car up smarter. right to the door.
1: <laughs> Let's work smarter here. Yeah. I'm gonna be here for a while. I was
0: like, guys, I'm gonna spend a lot of money, just let me park right here and yeah. I'm just gonna load it up. Okay, my god, that's <laughs> a little... silly! But like, everybody at the time, everybody was like, Yeah, give me a case of zombie dust, give me a case of gumball head, give me a case yeah. of this, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, Cool, I got you. Like, I'll put it on the credit card. You yep. guys pay me back, I'll pay the credit card off. No yep. big deal. Yeah, so
1: that's how uh, like, treehouse trips yeah. have been for anybody. Anybody who's like, Hey, I might stop at treehouse, it's like, Hey. Can can you get me a case? I'll I'll email yeah. you right now. Send me, send like, me the list. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you what I want. Like yep. and, I've and had now, like two people to bring me back a case of that before. And and it's, it's just like it's not that outrageously expensive. It's just I mean, far it was, out there. It was <laughs> I got just like the basic. Uh, they do all like the different cases now, not just yeah. one beer. Yeah, but their basics with like I love Julius oh, and Julius um, is fantastic. I think I think I had the Doppelganger, which is great. Uh, alter I, ego. I just had the triple D
0: doppelganger. Yeah, like last week, um, my buddy was like, "Yeah, I got an extra can, so
1: here." And like, I haven't dabbled into much of like the the one offs, dude. It's it's a slippery slope because yeah. they're
0: all good and they are all different. Like yeah. you have to, you want to try like Julius and King Julius next to each other to know the difference. But yeah. like, like you're saying, it's the it's the hazy. Like,
1: oh, you you just want to... People okay. are
0: so burned out on it, too. That's the other thing is you hear all these,
1: like, beer nerds bitching. Lagers, yeah, Yeah. Crispy crispy boys. It's Don't just get like, me wrong. I love... I do, too. <laughs> I love that. But, song. like, what's wrong with the haze right now? Right. Like, everybody's making great haze, too. Yeah. It's, that's the thing. Very, You're not going to find a bad one, but everybody's like, oh, I can't tell the
0: difference anymore. Like, no, bullshit.
1: I, I, <laughs> I can tell the difference. I, I literally have basically the same beer, but dry hopped with... A few ounces difference and you were I, like i can distinctly yeah they're the very different beers
0: yeah. like i don't understand I, I get we had them back to back right yeah and i'm not one to criticize anybody's taste i get that like if you're burned out on hazies i can understand that they probably I, all yeah, taste the fine. same but i'm not burned out on them no. i am i'm i'm there going okay so this batch of better one or two is way better than the last mm-hmm. one like that kind of thing like i'm it's, but it's weird you know that's most people are like, "Well, I'm going to stick to lagers for a while, or I'm going to yeah. you know, I'm going to go to stouts, or I'm going to go to you know just Irish stouts for the three months after St. you know Patrick's St. Patrick's Day, Day yeah. because nobody's selling out of them." Like,
1: fine, whatever. I'm fine with seasonal change too. My, I, do, my, I do like a good seasonal my, my, beer, my, dude. That first Steeler football game, <laughs> give me some Belgian whip beers, man. Like that for some reason just hits so hard when football's on, and it's like, you know, September, and you got the windows open in the house. It's just like, my God, this is incredible. Yeah. I don't know why this hits so hard, but I won't touch them all year. Right. I'll tell you, there's uh, like the day that Oberon
0: releases, mm-hmm. I'm going to get a six-pack of yeah. it. I'm going to put down that six-pack, and then I'm good. Yep. Like, that's <laughs> just, yeah. I, there's I can, some like pieces of... Staples. Yeah, like the hop... Um, Oh shit! No, I can't Hop remember. Pop slam, pop slam, Nugget nectar. Yeah, uh, although Nugget nectar, I could drink all year round. If you, you give that to me in the summer, I don't care. I'm So drinking that's it. the
1: one. Like I was telling you before, ambrails really yeah. aren't my thing. That's one that I can I can fuck with.
0: And that's you the know? thing. Like I will always, always drink that beer, and I will always buy yeah. way too much of it. Yeah. And. Like There's nothing wrong with it. That and then double nugget is
1: just as good. I have not had that yet.
0: Um, yeah, it's it's worth
1: finding. Um, I I'm too lazy to run out whenever <laughs> I see it gets posted. That's
0: fair. You just got to be friends with Tyler at Creekside and just tell him, hey, hold on. <laughs> you know. I mean, I I probably
1: could. I just you know, it's one of those things. It's like you know what? Yeah, I get I'll, it. I'll drink whatever I can get. <laughs> Which I I have come to uh, a big realization that like. I love getting just fresh local beers wherever you're at. Yeah. Like, even if you can get something, like, I know sometimes we get like other half in, which is awesome, but like, I'm a stickler with checking canning dates now. Oh my I've God. I've been yeah. burnt way too many times There's- where it's like, this is five months old. I paid $20 for this and it's five months old. It definitely doesn't taste anything close to what it was. Right. And that's the thing about like, I mean, we're consumers.
0: Like I would say, uh, like I understand homebrew, you know, bigger outfit than most homebrewers. At the end of the day, you're still a consumer of the product Mm -hmm. and you know what you like. And
1: if it's not what you're expecting, then that's terrible. sucks. That's the worst. Yeah. Especially Um, when you pay money for it. Yeah. I'm sure like most places, if you're like, Hey, like, I bought this. It was five months old. I'm sure they'd try and hook you up. You yeah. Know what I mean? Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. But Maybe I mean, they
1: didn't know it was that old or, you know, I guess legally you have six months to sell beer yeah. from the canning date. And I mean, that's dependent on the product too. Cause
0: I mean, I've yeah. had uh, some I mean,
1: aged beers, you know?
0: Yeah. And that's, I mean like there's, so I, I, I tell this, I, I say the same thing all the time. Whenever people bring up like the, the, the big beer talk, right? Like, Bud, Coors, uh, you know Miller, that kind of stuff. Like, I'm not getting into anything political. Believe me, guys, we're not talking about that. I'm not even. I, I'm just not even bringing it up. But I used to live in Columbus. They yeah. had a Budweiser brewery around the corner from my apartment. Literally, I could be there in 15 minutes and have a keg roll off the line right into my trunk. Yeah. Like, no big deal. That's some of the best beer that I've ever drank. Yeah, because it's consistent and it's super fresh.
1: Fresh beer is just. I literally I kegged this. Tuesday night
0: yeah that's what I'm saying like this stuff is fantastic now th- the bud light that sits on the shelf for six months is not that bad though. yeah it's not as bad as a other half beer that's been sitting
1: there for six months right like there's beer styles that can handle it very well yes and those beers are meant to sit on the shelves and they're probably meant to go through heating and cooling you know right you know that truck didn't have you know refriger- re- refrigeration on it or whatever yeah. so like <laughs> you know but but it's also not acceptable
0: to like to sell a product like that. At the end of the day, like if you need to know the product, right? If if it's a home brewed beer, like I would expect that if you don't drink this in let's say six weeks or
1: three months, right? You might as well dump it. It's right. A it's a little bit more if volatile. It's sitting in my kegerator, and I don't touch it for. I'd say I give it two months. Okay. Then I start contemplating. I'm like, well, is, are other people drinking it, and are they still enjoying it? I have family over my house all the time. So, like, yeah. a lot of people ask me, like, well, you brew a lot of beer. Like, well, number one, I drink a lot of beer. <laughs> but also, like, we're very big homebodies. We love having people over. And, and usually Friday, Saturday nights, we're somebody's in our family's house that we're getting together at. Yeah. So, like, beer gets drank in my house, but, you know. Sometimes I may just be like ah, uh, this beer doesn't taste the same to me but somebody else is like no it's fantastic still like yeah so I may not be drinking it but other people will and they enjoy it so yeah. like but I, I do have that threshold where like it falls off significantly
0: yeah and it's probably quicker point. than budweiser right like 100%. I mean or or Coors uh, Miller uh, or whatever a beer like, like don't cancel this, me a beer
1: this. like this uh like the high tide and low tide you're I'm hoping. Usually, I brew uh, like I have a six stool of each of them. Yeah, can up probably like ten four packs, mm-hmm. and then I'll have no problem crushing, you know, the rest of it. Yeah, but if I brewed two six six-stools, I I would have sh- hard time, you know, getting rid of it just because I can't sell it. I can't advertise selling beer. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can't, and that's but, the problem. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not going to brew more beer and waste it yeah so like i know that like that's a perfect amount that i can crush it and it's going to be fresh on taps and right around the time that we're going to kick it is going to be whenever it's probably getting close to you know pulling off
0: yeah and i mean that's uh, i mean it's a risky run with making so much product right but i mean at the same time like i saw the post today hey message me for cans like that kind of thing happens a lot
1: in the homebrew oh I, i have people who from the fest like from drink the cookie table too uh i told people hey if you like my beer follow me on instagram that's where i post everything yeah i will make a post when beers are done and i will always can beers up and uh, i can can more because it's always on tap right but i have a few people who have been like hey let me know when those are done let me know when they're done it's like hey i've got you marked down for a four pack already you know like i and anybody who wants to try it, like I want to get my beer out there because it's I'm building a clientele, you know, as a home brewer. Yeah, absolutely. I'd be dumb not to.
0: Yeah, and I mean, if it's just for your home brew setup, cool. And if it's to get you to the next step, even better. Yeah. Right? I mean, both.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean. It's and that's exactly what I wanted to like ask too. Said. Is that
0: like your? Is that your end goal here? Is it to
1: ramp up to a space to you know? So right now. Like the th- there's definitely no plans set in stone. Sure, sure. I mean, I could have a different plan tomorrow. Right, <laughs> but um, a lot of like my you know feed on Instagram was postponed over like the last I'd say eight months because my wife and I are building a, an addition onto our house. And oh, I'm wow. doing a lot of the work myself. Yeah, I'm an electrician. I ended up doing plumbing, electrical, um, drywall. Um, I was finishing the drywall now so like I'm I'm doing as much as I can yeah. and it's a very big you know addition we built a two car garage underneath Jesus. and it's more or less like a three car garage and then above we have a full like you know master suite living room office and everything now the game plan with that was uh we wanted a bigger house market's crazy right now and right. we had bought our house at the perfect time where you know Bought it for nothing, but it's worth a whole lot of money. Yeah. So it was kind of dumb to try and look for another house because, you know, we had already renovated it all. And one of the things on our list, you know, we wanted a master suite. We wanted a two-and-a-half-car garage for my tools. And I wanted a place to brew. Yeah. Now, I have a place to brew right now in my basement, but it's not something that I could possibly get licensed. Right. With this situation, we have a existing one-car garage it is not big enough for either one of our vehicles to fit in. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so like my wife has a Jeep and it's not like crazy. Now my truck would never fit in the garage. Sure, sure. But yeah, her Jeep doesn't even fit in the garage and it would be the perfect scenario where I could do what Arboretum Trail did. Yeah. and brew in my garage. So, the game plan right now is finish the addition. I promised the wife that's first and foremost, you know, we're going to get that done and then realistically probably like 2-3 years. Uh, i'll you know start getting that space you know actually doing it yeah making sure that it's all you know legally able to be done and, and i've done a lot of research and there's no reason why it shouldn't be it should just be on the township which by their uh like at home business laws it should be perfectly fine
0: yeah and that's the thing like i know um there's a lot of hoops to jump through with that Mm -hmm. shit. And a lot of it is health code related and a lot of it is cleanliness, right? Like that's the, that's the whole thing is,
1: yeah, we're not going to expose people to getting sick, obviously. So with that too, (laughs) but but state also wants their money. So they want to make sure like, so we have a door that goes in from our house to there. So you got to put a door that locks from the inside of the garage where people from the regular house can't get into. So you're going to have to lock that my garage door is going to have to get eliminated. It's going to have to actually be a physical man door. Oh, wow. I think that's more safety code getting out in case, you know, there's a fire yeah, or something, something along happens. those lines. Yeah. Um, there's going to have to be, you know, a hand-washing sink. There's going to have to be the regular sinks with, I believe, like the sanitar- sanitary-style drain and everything on that. Yeah. But. I already did the plumbing on my addition and got it inspected and everything. So I'm feeling like I could freaking do that. <laughs> but, um, Hey, I mean, you get a little bit of experience in that and it, you're not it afraid, down you're not afraid you know, you're to dive like, into the next project. No. Yeah. That's, but, uh, um, it, it would be something and not where it's like a full time gig. Yeah, like yeah. I keep telling everybody, I just want to break even and be able to legally get my beers out to people. Sure. Yeah. So if I brew once a month, I want to be this small little niche that just like randomly releases a beer on (laughs) 420. And it's like, hey, there's three barrels of it, cans, kegs. you, You better go get it now. Yeah. And that's it. You know what I mean? Like break even, pay for all insurance, license, everything. And then, like, but not have to do it is the key thing. Not. Have to. I got to brew this week. I have to right. brew next. You don't week. want to make it once a, a week. job because it ruins. the... I have a good job right now. Yeah, I, I do, and it allows me to have a lot of time. I have a lot of time off with it. Mm-hmm. Where I could do that and brew once a month, kind of like what I'm doing now. I'd get free beer out of the gig, and then I'd get my beer legally out to everybody. Yeah. So it's like, hey, if that grows into something bigger, which I mean. I'd hope it would be where it's like, all right, we need a facility. Yeah, that would be awesome. But my eyes are, you know, small scale right now. Let's make this realistic versus not.
0: And that seems like a very like, I I don't want to say typical, but a very like uh, form fitting, like homebrew to like man, I I I
1: strategically Um, plan everything out. So I mean, you
0: seem like a very analytical person. Like, I, I have
1: been telling people five years for a long time knowing that, like, I wasn't there necessarily with, like, recipe making. Yeah. So, like, my recipe skills went through the roof once I started working at Abjuration and talking, I say talking shop, but, like, beer nerding out, talking beers. I, I, like, was able to start developing these beers. And my actual beers from recipe building grew like crazy they, they improved ridiculously yeah so like just talking every week was insane yeah <laughs> and uh yeah like i i never felt like i i could just like oh you need a cookie beer yeah let me just whip one up and it's gonna be good right but like i'm starting to get the confidence now that like hey i can put in the research and figure it out and then also be able to You know correct it here and there yeah if if it's a decent base then i'm confident with being able to like put out any kind of beer and i mean that's
0: that's where it it becomes this like growth aspect right like you're you're literally focusing on the littlest thing until it's perfect and then you move on to the next thing and like that to me is the way that you should be attacking pretty much anything that you want to perfect right and It sounds like you have a pretty good grasp of what you're trying to accomplish. So there's, you know, once you get there, then what's next? Then what's next? Then what's next?
1: I'm trying to see ahead. Yeah. But also realistically, it's like okay, let's not take ten steps. Let's get that next step. Yeah. So right now it's it's just gonna be me releasing it as homebrew, and uh, you know if I can get some collabs here and there with different people just to get it out.
0: Uh, reels on instagram Um,
1: i mean that's where it all started
0: (laughs) so yeah you do a lot of social media stuff right it's the the reels the the
1: goofy stuff like that's that's where this all started the building the social media account started with that okay and it was more or less like i I, i'm a goofball and i (laughs) you know i like to laugh and i like to think i'm pretty funny my wife doesn't but like I uh, cracked, that's, I that's actually some, her
0: job yeah, right?
1: I, I, yeah she she's not happy with some of this stuff especially all the, the wife reels that i do yeah but they literally do the best right <laughs> that's usually but how that goes i I made a few funny videos and i i noticed that you know i'd get some more followers or, or a lot more likes so my wife was telling me about reels was like, yeah, apparently if you do a reel a day, you get, like, 5,000 followers in a month. And I'm like, shut the hell up. (laughs) So, like, did a reel, and, uh, you know, I'm like, well, nothing's happening. But then she's like, no, you got to consistently keep doing them. So I did them for, like, a month, and then I had one blow up where, like, to me, blowing up was, like, 200,000 people saw, like, in a weekend. It was just, like. I, I looked at my phone and I had like 80 notifications from Instagram and it just like started like, like it wasn't working. I'm like, Oh my God. And then that was the first thing that I was like addicted. I was yeah. like, all right, I got to do some more funny shit. <laughs> and I started with like 3000 followers in halfway through last year. So probably like six months in, I was up to 13,000. So like it wasn't 5,000 in a month, but like when I, I hit my stride at one point. I was gaining 175 a day. Wow! And it was like I had three reels blown up at one time. Uh, they all ended up doing like a half million views, and it was like I gained a thousand followers in two days. It was just like insane. And then Instagram eventually changed like what they were promoting and this and that. And it's a it's a lot harder than just making stuff. Like you have to figure out the Cheat codes in a way. Like yeah. hash hashtags were a thing at one point, but they're not anymore. But like, you know, strategies on when to like certain comments to get people to come back to your page and weird stuff like that. Jeez, Adding locations just so like if people searched the location, it would come up. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like maybe not putting Pittsburgh as a location, but I was putting like uh I think the Super Bowl, I put the Super Bowl, yeah. you know, stadium <laughs> and stuff like that. And it was working. And then everything just changed. The algorithms changed, and it just like dropped off. I'm like struggling to get a few thousand views on stuff now.
0: Yeah, and that's a, that, that. I mean, that's a double edged sword of what social media is, right? Like, I mean, you're hot for a second, and then
1: it's gone. Like, but what's cool is that I now have a affiliate program with Yakima Valley Hops. Yeah, that's sick. And like, <laughs> um, so they sent me a bunch of hops, but I also get paid, you know, a small percentage of sales. So right. like in a way I'm looking at this, I'm like, oh shit. Like, if I could just even pay for some part of brewing and making, you know, my monthly beer free for me. Yeah. That's insane. That's one less thing I have to pay for. Or like, hey, can I upgrade anything from, you know, the hop sales? And uh you know, I eventually qualified for what they had was Reels bonus. Okay. Um I had never signed up for it because my address is McKee's rocks. Yeah. And they wanted me to separate MC and keys. <laughs> so like, I could never get it to like work. It wouldn't like put my like information and in. it just kept saying, it doesn't match your address. Oh, I got you. Yeah. So I couldn't sign up. I finally found it out, figured it out. And uh, like two months ago I looked and I had $60 in my account from Facebook. I'm like, i didn't even post anything and i got 60 (laughs) bucks and then i'm like oh hell yeah i'm gonna post a whole bunch of shit this month and like i ended up getting like 100 bucks the next month and i'm like this is awesome and then i got rid of the reels bonus yeah of course (laughs) if i would have been doing that when i was getting like you know a couple hundred thousand views on some of these videos i'm like damn that's a couple of grand or something you know yeah you know a few hundred bucks at least yeah that could have went to, you know, upgrading something that I needed at the time or whatever. I You know what I mean? A lot of the stuff's going into our home renovation now. Right. But, like, it could be going saving for the brewery equipment, you yeah. know, once that's, I – Man, that's know, crazy. It, it is pretty wild. It hit me this, like, last month with, yeah. like, oh, shit. Like, I have ways to make money, like, just doing what I'm already doing.
0: Yeah. That's, yeah, and that's, what, that's when
1: it becomes cool.
0: Right, you're like you're not stressing about creating content. You're actually like working for yourself in that. Case. It's like it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Go checking in
1: and it's like, "Oh shit, I got somebody else to buy some hops." And yeah. like, don't get me wrong, it's not like I'm selling like a crappy product. Like, I love Yakima Valley hops. Like, they are great hops and that's what I was strictly buying. But like, now for no additional cost for them, I get a small percentage if they use my code or my link. It's like, "Yo, this is exhilarating yeah. <laughs> like yeah yo, that just bought that just bought me a case of beer right, right? <laughs> you know like that's how i think like little steps yeah you absolutely know? i got a four pack out of that that's awesome right yeah. you now and i mean and that's something that you didn't have before exactly so and it's all just like my my brewing is starting to have an income coming in yeah which is crazy even if it's a little bit you it's know still it's, there. Yeah. some people it's like oh it's just your hobby blah blah, blah. it's like mm, it's it's starting to go somewhere now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, even though I'm not like a brewery, believe it or not, it's bringing money in, which is crazy to me. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it, that's good because number
0: one, you're putting out a good product. And number two, it's making it easier
1: for you to get that product to people. So what I wish I could do is I get so many people who ask me, can you ship beers? Mm. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to do it. One like we talked about quality before yeah it's going in a ups or fedex box
0: yeah they ain't and keeping
1: it cold they're not they don't care. You no, know, yeah. and <laughs> i mean a lot of times i have sours usually I have hazy sours and like something else you yeah. know on and it's like a sour can't get warm so summertime you're you're done like right. that that is not gonna happen no and i don't want the hazies to get warm even so it's like but then it's like okay shipping Who's covering that? I'm not just sending you four pack. Right. I can't legally sell this. So like, (laughs) let's just not make this awkward. Like local pickups on, on beer. And if I could, you know, get my product out, which shipping to other States is even a whole different game. Whenever it comes to breweries and probably still wouldn't be worth it for me. No, but like,
0: I can't imagine. I mean, I know I've shipped post office. I've
1: shipped every way that you possibly can. And none of it is cheap. No, I mean, neighboring states, you're looking at, like, 16 bucks minimum. Mm-hmm. And that's if you get a small box.
0: Right. And you get everything in that box safely. Yeah. And it doesn't explode.
1: Exactly. So it's like the the one person was like, I want four four-packs. And I'm like, okay, well, let me just see what shipping would be. I'm like, dude, you're at $60 for shipping. Yeah. I'm like, I, it's not going to make any sense. No.
0: No. And that's the thing. Like, we uh, – like. In the beer group that I'm a part of, we did a, like, Secret Santa where you wrap the beers and yeah. like all that. And we sent – I sent probably, like, 15 or 16 beers. It, co- I mean, at Christmas time, I didn't really care. It was, like, 55 bucks. And, I mean, it it's was, a, like, a, a, lot a of serious, money. like, size box, too. And, it's you know, neat. it's going through the post office. And they're, like, yeah, you know, we don't want you shipping anything liquid. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, I was, like, ah, it's hot sauce.
1: Like, yeah. You know. Just tell them it's a malt, uh, a malt <laughs> beverage. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's. it's like I mean, it, it
0: doesn't specifically say don't ship alcohol.
1: No, so, don't ask, don't tell. That's right? One of those exactly. Things. If it if it arrives, yeast, yeast samples. That's yeah. what we are always told. <laughs> exactly. You know, that's a
0: yeast <laughs> sample right there. Right. Um But yeah, that's like that's the most like that I would get into would be like sending beer to a buddy, like that type it, of thing. It's you know?
1: a little bit different though. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean? You're gonna spend the money for a buddy to enjoy some beers. Absolutely. But whenever it comes to like. Me getting my product out, it's like I'm sorry, but it's just not. It's worth. not worth it, and yeah. I can't guarantee the quality that you're getting. So, like, I don't want you to have something and think that my beers were going to be great, and then you get it and it's been through 90 degrees in a truck, yeah, probably or on hotter a plane than that or whatever. Yeah, you know, and, like, and then you get it and you're like, this tastes like crap. Kind of like we were talking about earlier: beers sitting on a shelf for exactly, you know, five. Because if you
0: can't control every part of the process, then you know that you're missing something.
1: Right? I don't want anybody. To drink my beer and not like it because it wasn't stored properly, it was old or or whatever. Right, like, like I brought that mojito um, sour. I, I'm giving you a warning. Oh no, it's I understand. been in the yeah. fridge yeah. for a long time. <laughs> it may not be good, but it it still could be pretty decent. We'll, we'll, if it we'll is, crack great. it open and try yeah, it. Yeah, like,
0: I mean, I, I'm not I'm not opposed. Like that that type of stuff, I could see possibly getting better or changing a little bit but not I mean I guess it could fall off right I mean I've had some bad sours I've had some stuff that's too old right
1: but like I said I had it like a month or two ago and I thought it was still pretty decent yeah uh like you said' I'm, I'm not it kept was kept cold there's a buttload of raspberries in it yeah. like crazy I'm surprised amounts. it's not there's like lime pumping
0: off the the can lid there but i mean if it's cold it shouldn't
1: yeah i mean it's i mean it's pretty tight but i don't think it's like anywhere explosion tight that's probably the tightness yeah that's the tightness that these cans are too yeah so yeah so that's
0: you know i i would say i'd take the risk for that because i've never had it and i've never had one of your sours so you're not buying it i'm
1: just bringing it
0: you (laughs) know what i mean there's I, i wouldn't feel bad about a free beer exploding all over me you know
1: (laughs) <laughs> Look at it as experimental. We aged that. Exactly. It's an exactly. aged sa- fruited sour. Um, <laughs> maybe your new hobby of collecting. Right. Yeah, just <laughs> making sure
0: it stays cold and just tucking it in the back of you the You have fridge.
1: to buy a new fridge for your aged <laughs> <Exactly>. sour collection. <laughs> um so I guess
0: we're we're kind of wrapping up the the episode here. Uh, again, this is episode 181 uh here with John Ten bones Brewing. Uh check him out on Instagram. He's hilarious. Uh, we got to get into the weekly recap questions. Um, I don't know if you have an iPhone or not, but we're going to start with the silly iPhone. one first. Um, so this one is pretty straightforward, pretty easy. I need to know your top five emojis. Oh, my phone's cold because it was in like cooler. <laughs> um, so if you pull up your keyboard and you hit the emojis, it's the left column straight
1: down. So All right, so we have tilted laughing crying face that's mine as well uh the cheersing beer oh surprise there uh, the alarm like the hockey goal yep yep I like got gotcha. you alert <laughs> and then we have fire clearly it's all like Instagram yeah, posting you're, you're, or, or like, liking <laughs> hype you know, man. <laughs> my alert. And then I have the, the last one is like the, Oh shit. Like smacking your forehead. Oh The
0: face palm. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. the one I call the face palm because I use that all the time. Yeah, um, like, oh, I fucked up. Uh, so ugh. that's, that seems pretty typical for an influencer such as yourself. Um, but do you have like a favorite emoji other than those? Or if one of those is your favorite emoji?
1: Um, I'm surprised that the the cheering is not my top. Okay, in in all honesty, <clears throat> but other than those, I don't really use the emojis other than just like trying to give like a like or props to somebody. It's fair enough on like Instagram without like great job and like writing it out like fire's definitely like yo that's that's awesome like
0: yeah I uh, I, I like fire a lot. I also like the eyes just the eyes yeah uh like oh shit look at this you know Ah, uh, i got gotcha, you like gotcha. that that one
1: i use all the time um so it, you know what i you gotta probably look into this but uh have you ever had conversations with like just gifs?
0: oh yes so yeah, like definitely
1: i have a buddy who literally like for the longest time that's how we talked and it's like <laughs> you just didn't It's just all like gifts, like back and forth and and it it would get like crazy, but like, you knew what you meant. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like I have literally like
0: the animated gifts that I like the animated pictures that I have saved are all ridiculous, like quotes from things. Yeah. And one of my favorites and it's actually in my favorites. I'm pretty sure is the, uh, you ever see hot rod with, um,
1: What's his name? Andy Samberg. I know Andy Samberg. I don't know why I don't.
0: Well, so it's uh, this one here. Um, (laughs) And like uh, it's Will Arnett and he's just yelling, babe, no, babe, wait, babe. Uh, (laughs) I have not seen that. It's such a stupid comedy. Like it's one of those
1: like. I'd be into it for sure.
0: It's definitely like an Adam Sandler movie, but Andy Samberg is the main character. Yeah. And so like that one is literally saved in my favorites and I use it all the time with my wife. Like
1: I feel like I hit the uh the Force Gump waving when he's on like the fishing boat yeah. all the time. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah. Uh that one and then um there's
0: uh Starship Troopers is one of my favorite like B movies that's like nobody knows it but everybody quotes it and yeah. doesn't know it. And I have uh, the desire to know more intensifies. <laughs> and that one's another one of my favorite like gifts. So I use that one all the time because somebody will be like, oh yeah, I have uh, whatever, you know? And I'm like, well, desire to know more intensifies. Yeah, it, like,
1: <laughs> it's just like, come on, tell me more. Yep. I want to know, give it to me. <laughs> like- <laughs> I, I do love responding in those. Like yeah. I, I don't use emojis Probably in normal text except for like the laughing, crying face. Yeah. But um, I love responding because I think it's so much funnier when oh, you keep yeah. talking. If put you like, get
0: the perfect like response to something. Oh my
1: God. It's
0: so good. Like my buddy, uh, my buddy uses the nice from South Park all the yeah. time. I was like, nice. <laughs> like that one's a pretty classic like just response. But, yeah, there's some really good ones, too. Like, you can get obscure as fuck with them, too. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> they become hilarious, especially, like, you get a full-blown conversation with just those back and forth. So freaking funny. Yes. <laughs> get some inside jokes rolling, and then it's just like, my God, nobody else thinks this is hilarious except for us. Right,
0: yeah. Somebody <laughs> sees this conversation from the outside, and they're like, what the fuck are these guys talking about? Like <laughs> They just keep sending them pictures back and forth. <laughs> uh, so... Final question of the episode here before we wrap up, I gotta, I gotta go into the the beer archives for this one. So we do this for everybody and you can take it however you want. It doesn't have to be um, specific beers or specific styles or whatever. Uh, you can be as generic or as specific as you want, but I need your top three beer styles right now. Not, not all time, not like greatest hits. I want, what you're drinking, if if you're going to my fridge and you're picking out your yeah. three styles of whatever crazy shit you can possibly think of, what are your three? I'm
1: grabbing number three. Thank a, you for doing it three to one. A, a Kolsch. Okay. And we're just gonna stay with Kolsch instead of like all the different lagers. I, I, I love good Kolsch. I never really got into it until like last year. It, it, it hits you when you like don't order or you may not have a good one. Once you start finding the good, well, so Kohl's style. But the thing is, like, so for, for the longest time, and I'm going to sound like a fucking idiot saying this,
0: but like Heineken to me was like
1: the, like the German was like beer, Kohl's. like
0: German beer, I right? Think my and like, first cold was. It's skunked. Was, it's terrible. It's awful. Like, it's disgusting. And then I came around and it's, it's a clean style. It's a, it's a really sharp,
1: like, this is the flavor that you want from yeah. this beer. Period. It's a, you come home and you can crush five of them, not be intoxicated. Right. You're going to be buzzing a little bit, but yeah. I mean, per, this weather right now is perfect. Yeah. Dude, that, like I, I, that's hoodie ne- and shorts. It's my next beer that I'm going to brew. I'm brewing nice. one barrel. So mm-hmm. I'm doing a back-to-back batch of it. Every year I brew it and it goes faster and well, faster. Well, put me down
0: for a four pack because uh, now that I know where you live
1: dude just come over and yeah. sit in the garage while we crush some lawn chair beers nice but I mean. um yeah Kulsh, well <laughs> i love that and i'll order a Kulsh no matter the temperature no matter the season yeah so that's gonna be number three okay but then number two is going to be um any type of sour whether it's fruited or like crazy adjuncted i mean i'm I'm an abjuration boy. You right. know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like, I, like, <laughs> you are a trial and, by fire. Born, yeah. <laughs> born and raised, like, yep. <laughs> through brewing for like the wild sours. And I love making them too. It's fun just to try and get a sour that nobody's ever done before. Yeah. But like,
0: now, are you, um are you a fan of the more traditional style
1: sours, like, like wild firm type stuff? Or, um I, I can be. Okay. I can enjoy them. I think those are more hotter weather for me. Yeah. But um and, and I associate that because when sours first came out, I didn't like sours. Same. I didn't like, like them at all. I was
0: like, this is abhorrent. What did you do
1: to my beer? And I'm like, Oh, it's taking me so long to drink this. It's just like I'm just puckering. But I found that gateway drug, which everybody has, and it was um sequenced sour from Dogfish Head. Oh yeah. Yeah. That beer I took down to the beach. And I had to go buy – I think I brought a case and a half. I had to go buy another case. I was just tr- crushing them. It was like hot, you know, the lime, the salt in it. I'm like, man, this is great. I'm not getting drunk at all. Like just crushing them. That was the gateway drug. And then I started trying all the different sours. Yep. Now, I will say if the fruit is fermented with the like the beer, can't drink it because it tastes like wine to me. Yeah, I get that. I do not like wine. I don't want to try and force myself to like wine because then I'd have a wine cellar and I'd be making wine. Don't need that. No. But if you ferment the fruit, that's for somebody else, not for me. Yeah. But after fermentation, you can put whatever you freaking want in it, and I'm going to drink it. I'll probably like it. Yeah. You know. So you're not not a frambois guy. Lambic, not not really a thing. Not really. Gotcha. No. Yeah. But um, yeah, new school. If you want to say sure, the sours sure. with yeah. fruited, those uh,
0: smoothie sours.
1: I can crush smoothie sours. I can crush, uh, you know, like, I mean, whatever you put, like all the evergreen series sours. Oh, yeah. The sorbettos. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Oh. I can crush all of them. Yeah. Um, But then number one is haze, man. Oh, yeah. It's big
0: just, goddamn surprise there. We've been talking about it for and I don't care <laughs> an hour and, and a half. I don't
1: care if it's a pale. <laughs> I don't care if it's true New England IPA. Like, I just want it to be hoppy. Like yeah. I've gotten away from West Coast so much. Uh, and see, it's like
0: I, I have a couple of westies in the fridge right now and I'm like kind it, of holding on to them because I like to have that every once in, like just to break it up a little it, bit. It but
1: it breaks my heart that like my cousin who got me into to beer is still die hard, like you know, Westie. Yeah. And I go over there and I'm just like why am I not wanting to drink that right now? Because he has great beers on tap and in the fridge. He probably has 100 different beers in his fridge. Yeah. But why am I not grabbing that? And, and dude, it just, my taste buds, I just got off the bitter, and yeah. I want the juice.
0: See, my dad is a hardcore, like, I mean, he'll drink anything. Yeah. And he likes stuff that's 8% or more. Like, just rather would have a bunch of heavy hitters than a you know case full of something shitty and he always 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 has dirt wolf at his house like he'll have like two three cases of it just chilling ready to go and he will drink that all night long no problem but it is it's so much better to have like a beast like i mean he'll buy cases of beast yeah like he doesn't he doesn't care about the money aspect of it he's like if it's a good beer i'm buying it like yeah i'm I'm fully for that But his like sipper, his like in between beers, he's having another beer type beer is (laughs) Dirt Wolf. And I'm like, dude, that's a lot. My hams to to Dirt Wolf. Right. Exactly. So yeah, I get it. And like, I mean, I'll have one every once in a while,
1: but I can't do like two of those in a row. Like it's just. It's hard for me when you find something that you really like and it's it's different than Westies, you know? Yeah. It's literally like you're going from bitter. To trying to not really be bitter, you want to be more juice oriented, right? And
0: but I mean, there are breweries that have literally made their names just on hazy, yeah. And there are more of them than
1: the West Coast breweries at this point. So like, uh, <laughs> I was I was in Zach's wedding okay. uh, from Abjuration, yeah, and uh, he he bought some Hitchhikers and he gave like four packs. Like customized four packs for everybody. Yeah. For groomsmen. And, um, he gave me two different hitchhikers and they were West Coast. But I text Taylor, who was like, yo, this is delicious. This is like in between like West Coast and, and Hayes. And he's like, it's thyled you know, yeast. Yeah. And I'm just like, my God, <laughs> Th- this is my hybrid. Like, yeah. that's where I get the best of both worlds, where I get what I liked used to like and love with the West Coast IPAs, but they're using, you know, the thiol yeast, and it's creating the juice on top of the bitterness. It's like, I was like, yo, these are great. Yeah. And, and it was different. It was it was completely different than a haze. For sure. And that's, uh, uh, so
0: I've had a couple of those, like what they call mid-coast, where it's yeah. like, you know, a blending of both. Yeah.
1: And some of them are terrible. I think some of them get named that because like, it just drinks like that, yeah. And others are like, <laughs> you know, I, I they didn't name it like they, they called it a West Coast, yeah. But it drank to me like it was juicy hops, but with the bitterness. So like, I thought it was a perfect balance coming from being like a hazy boy. I'm like, whoa, okay. Yeah. I mean, there's, this is the, a there's something to be said about that style too. Like, I think that
0: that's something that should be more prevalent than it is, right? Yeah. Like, there's a lot going on with that.
1: It'll be it'll be the mid coast IPA,
0: right? Exactly the 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 cold IPAs of the world, the yeah. brute IPAs, like the, the RIP to those styles.
1: Oh my God, I hated brute because like <laughs> I I don't like champagne and I don't like <laughs> wine. Brut, I, I was like I'm gonna try it. I'm like this is disgusting. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I there were a couple that I had that were really good, and then I tried to like make that my personality for like a minute. <laughs> and I was like, nope, there's no, no. No, I'm done. <laughs> so, <No. laughs> um, so we think, do you want to go with this? Yeah, dude, let's, let's try let's it. Let's try it. What the hell? I'm down. Cause like, this- all right. So hold on. Uh, let's, let's wrap this episode. We'll do this for the bonus episode. All right. How about that? Um, all right. So your top three styles recap them for me. Cause I, I'm totally blank. colsh Colch number Kosh, three. Kosh, all right. Number that- two. You might be the first person. No, you're not the first person to say Kolsch. All right. So three, Kolsch.
1: Three is Kolsch. Two Two is is Sours. Sours. And
0: one, Haze. Haze. All right. Um, So we're going to wrap up this episode here with John. Uh, Give us a shout out. What are your social medias? How can we find you?
1: You can find me at Dem Bones Brewing, primarily on Instagram. That's where I post everything. I do have a Facebook page, too, at Dem Bones Brewing. But... It's not connected to my Instagram, so it doesn't get much content anymore. Fair enough. Facebook, for some reason, disconnected it. And I can't get it back. Well, but, Facebook's a shit show
0: anyway, but yeah. we'll we'll leave that go. Do you have a TikTok or a Snapchat? No, or No and,
1: TikTok, no Snapchat for that. Just fair follow me on Instagram. That's yeah. the main source. Of, you're getting all my content, everything you want to see. And you can message them for beers if you're local. Yeah, local, um, local beers. You see something you like, uh, reach out to me. If I have it, I can can it for you. Um, and then I usually post what I'm going to brew, you know, in the upcoming future. So yeah, believe pulse. me, I was
0: watching like a hawk for when, when the next beer was coming because I was like, it just takes it me so <laughs> long being a family,
1: you know, two daughters, hey, it, family and no, you know, trying to get that beer kegged and package is like the longest part. Yeah, for sure. Um, I've actually helped out
0: canning a couple of times and it's not an easy process and it's one that
1: it's a big setup. Yeah. And on my scale, you know, I canned four beers today. Yeah. Like, whoo, wasted a bunch of sanitizer for that, right. you know, realizing that I wasn't getting more than four. Hey, it, it happens. But
0: I appreciate you doing that. Honestly, I'm, I'm looking forward to, like I said, I have a couple of buddies that I'll definitely jump on sharing that with. And, uh, yeah, look out. High Tide, Low Tide are available now. Yep. Right. Well, next week, I guess. Yeah. Cans
1: uh, cans should be here next week. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, But yeah, uh, thank you so much for coming on, man. Honestly, like, it's just good to, you know, shoot the shit and learn a little bit more about you because we've been hearing the rumblings for a long time and finally having to, finally getting to try your beers at the festival. And then like seeing that collab with abjuration be one of the best beers in the city last, what was it? Two months ago. Right. Yeah. Um, Like people were like, they were sold out, and it was wild. No time. I, I was checking so. it like crazy. It was just,
1: <laughs> it was flooring, man. Yeah.
0: Well, and that's awesome. But I mean, that's also meaning that you're doing something right. So yeah. keep at it. Honestly, um, we're gonna we're gonna jump off here, and then we'll be back for the bonus episode in a couple of minutes. But uh, we'll uh, thank you guys again for listening. Uh, check out Dem Bones Brewing on Instagram. And I think that's all that I have to say here. So we're going to pour this beer, raise a glass, and cheers everybody here before we sign off. Um, again, I'm going to try to have more content coming up here. We have a uh, couple of more uh, big episodes. I'm going to have Tyler from Creekside on for episode 182 because he a- asked it on purpose. Um, and then I'm going to go see Blink-182 next month. So should be a good time. Damn, this really... Okay, well, we're going to raise a glass here. John, thanks for coming on, man.
1: Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. Cheers. (laughs)